Hello and welcome back to the Pitwall Podcast. I'm Dawson Estes here with Nick Golden and this week we're going to be breaking down the Italian Grand Prix where we had a new driver. Oh yes. I was wondering how long it would take us to mention this. But it's the first thing in my notes. <laughs> it was incredible. Incredible. Way to go, Nick DeVries. What a race, man. But uh, we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, let's start with a, a sort of quality in 60, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So I could probably well time this, but there's not really a reason because it's not that long of an explanation. All right. So basically, everybody had penalties. So Max, Science, Lewis, K-Mag, Mick, Bottas, Ocon, and Perez all had grid penalties. Mm -hmm. And if you know anything about Formula One, you know that's most of the players. <laughs> so uh, with that said... Because of that, Leclerc, Russell, Norris, and Danny Rick made up the top four. Max started in seventh and came to win the race, um, yep. which was controversial, sort of. Um, and that is about it for qualifying because everybody else was in a weird place. Mm -hmm. Only other important thing you really need to know is that Alex Albon would have started in eighth, but then had an appendicitis, which we'll talk about, and mm -hmm. gave Nick DeVries a top 10 start for his first Grand Prix. Yeah, that was insane. This I, race was insane. I mean, oh, let's was, just talk about it. Let's just talk so about it. There was so much stuff. We're just going straight into Nick DeVries? Yeah, let's, we, I don't okay. think we can wait anymore. Okay. Well, first off, I just want to say I was amazed that – I like, this dude's been hyped up for oh, yeah. from you, oh, from yeah. people I've seen online oh, yeah. for as long as I've been into Formula One. So, like, I'm like – you know, I, I haven't ever watched him in Formula Two, so I'm like, okay, now I get to He's see the He's in Formula hype. E. But Formula he, E. Yeah. I thought yeah. he was two. I think he maybe has also done, but he's Formula E champion. He's sure Formula he E champion. Yeah, Formula E champion this year. Yes, or uh, last year. Maybe he didn't do Formula Two. I'm not. Maybe sure. you're right. Now you got me doubting myself. Doesn't matter. Doesn't he's matter. amazing. <laughs> anyway, he did amazing, and he finished uh, ninth. What? Yeah, he finished, he finished ninth. ninth. Yeah, which is insane. I want you to explain what. Okay, so <laughs> well, I have multiple things about this. Yeah. First of all, like. I was incredibly impressed to get called up Saturday morning. Yep. You're in the Mercedes garage. Luckily he had already done a test or an FP one for mm -hmm. Aston Martin that weekend, which uh, between the two cars to be in Williams was the best one this weekend. Yeah. For sure. um, and Alex Albon has an emergency appendicitis. He's fine. That's good. Glad that he's fine. Um, and uh, you know, he has a seat next year, which is an important thing yeah. to note in this whole thing. Mm -hmm. And he finishes in ninth. He does the whole race. He drives like a baller. Oh, like yeah. he doesn't even like back off. You could tell he was like, I am going for this. Like this is this my This was moment. like a George Russell stepping up to Mercedes type. It's move. exactly like that. Yes. I didn't even think of that to be yeah. honest. For some for some reason. I was just in awe yeah. of him. And I can't imagine. I kinda wish that he had this had happened at the at except last finished, race. Technically. What? I said except he finished. Yeah, also true. Yeah, the one-time Mercedes has a reliability issue. Um, but anyway, I wish it happened last race because he's Dutch. So can oh, you imagine yeah. what that would have been like? That would have like? been cool, not going to lie. That would have been cool to see. So with all this said, I'm sorry, but... We're going to say it again. Nicholas Latifi. <laughs> okay, so Nicholas Latifi finishes last. And not only that, because of math, he is now 21st. Out of a 20-driver championship. <laughs> and he was actually previously 21st for another race because in the first race, Nico Hulkenberg, I think it was the first race, filled in for Vettel. Season? Yes, yeah. filled in for Vettel. So for a while, he was in 21st, and luckily he moved ahead of him somehow. And uh, so, yeah, wow. Nick DeVries is now 20th in the championship and might stay there, honestly. Yeah, so, I don't... I don't it's hard to get better proof that you need to, to take that someone's TV seat. needs to be gone. Yeah. I agree. I think at this point, Williams is lucky because as far as I understand, um, like Latifi's – someone in Latifi's family contributes money to Williams. I'm not saying that's why he has a seat, but it is a little sus. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why everybody's been yelling at me online about is like – you know, this is why Latifi is still in his seat. Yeah. So, and I respect Williams' need for money. Like, I'm not going to, like, Stroll and Aston Martin is yeah. a whole different thing than this to me. Because, like, well, what? It was the same thing with Haas. Yes. Like a few years back. Well, last, or last yeah, year. Last yeah. year. 
So, I mean, that was a, I understand that. But. It, two different. So now I think they have a reason. Now yeah. I think they can. So I think I it's going to be bad if they don't. Yeah. And I think Toto, who is, I mean, he's not the boss of Williams, but they're kind of like Mercedes Jr. Or, it's kind of like an AlphaTauri Red Bull situation. Yeah. I feel like Toto is going to be like, here. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. So <laughs> take him. Because can you imagine the tag team do? I don't know how they'll be his teammates. I really don't. Mm-hmm. But I'm not saying either way. But Nick DeVries and Alex and Albon, Albon yeah. solid team. I think that'd be good, man. Solid team. Both are very promising drivers. Like, I'm, I would love to see that. Also, I'm calling it now DeVries takes Hamilton's seat when he retires. I'm going that I could far. See that. I know it's one race, but I've been hyped up. Literally, I was listening well, to the last guy, podcast. This guy has been hyped up for as long as I can like remember. Like, I'm so serious. Like, every time there's, like, seat changes, rumors, it's always – well, Nick DeVry could be there, too. I've been a champion of his, and I even said it last podcast. I was listening to it on the way here, and I was like, Nick DeVries just needs to be in the seat, and then boom, he was in, it was awesome. Yeah. So I was really, really excited. It was really cool. Yeah, was I mean, it wasn't I, not how I would have wanted it. I don't want Alba. I would have much rather they just kick Latifi out of his seat and yeah. Alba on him. But, oh, man. Oh, so good. <laughs> and he qualified. That's the thing. Oh, wait. See, like Alex Alba, I forgot. I said something wrong earlier. Alex Albon didn't even qualify. That's the thing. Albon oh, yeah. was out. Yeah. But he's the one that qualified. It's mm. not like, oh, well, he had a good starting place. I mean, sure, the penalties helped him, but he also got passed by people with penalties and kept in the points. Yeah. That's the impressive part. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, any more thoughts on him? I think it was just a great race from Nick. Uh, I'm excited to see Latifi <laughs> out of the seat and Nick DeVry in. Yeah. I don't know when they're going to make the announcement. There's yeah, no good timing now. Is that a possibility? Hopefully. <laughs> Will I'm, it happen? I'm it would have been sure. funny if they like announced it the next day. <laughs> they're probably trying to be polite to Latifi. It's probably going to be a late season Wait, call. Was it, was it Albon that tweeted the thing after Alpine, or was it Alcon? It was... Oh, it was Al, um, Albon when he signed it, and he was like, I will be drawing for what Williams. What if they did that with Nick DeVry? <laughs> no, no. The real thing would be, it would be funny if now Latifi tweets saying he has this seat, and Williams is like, uh. Actually. <laughs> uh, it's in my check, parents' contract. With check all ain't big enough. Yeah. So um, now that we've got that out of our system, some overall stuff from this race that I took away. The Monza curse continued. Agreed. Um, one of the big arguments, and I want to get your – I have no thoughts on this, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a big debate about whether these penalties are okay, like these engine penalties, because they have an allotment of pieces of the engine and overall, mm-hmm. like, and everything is a little different. I always forget the exact numbers. It's like three in most yeah. categories. Yeah. How do you feel about it being a grid drop penalty? Any any thoughts? Um, I mean, because the commentators were complaining up a storm about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I could, I don't know. I can see from both sides. I can see why they would because, like, hey, you've got like brand new engine parts. You're gonna your thing. Your car's gonna be running a lot better than others. But then again, like, for the sport to be fun to watch, you know these cars need to be performing and they're going to have to have these parts and i don't know i feel like honestly i like i know why there's a cap because you know the lower teams don't have as much to to consistently replace these parts and stuff especially in an engine block yeah for sure and you know with mercedes red bull i mean they could could just every week you need to go back and like watch some seasons and be like that car looks nothing like last week oh yeah what what happened because they would just like put in five million dollars like oh man anyway but i do think that uh i or i wish the penalties were or they got like a little bit more leniency with it because like it seems to be like uh, was were the same rules implied last season uh, for with, the cost cap or yes this, this engine rule thing has been a thing for a while. Okay, I thought so. Um, it affected the, way the it championship. Seems is so. that exactly like that's every team is going to have these penalties at some point. Yeah, and it's every season. So like, why not increase it at least like a little bit for each part? Because like, okay, this is going to be some nerd talk. But like you can, they show that in in the new Formula One game. Yep, they show that that 
that um, side of it, of things like, you know, in the, in the engineers and stuff, and you're talking about, you have like uh, three gearboxes you can use, right. you can swap between. But like, I mean, how many times have we heard of like gearbox issues? Like All the time. All the time. Yeah. And if you can only have three, which I don't know if it's the same thing in normal Formula One or, you know, versus the The game. numbers are the same. I just can, can never remember all of them because yeah. they're all like I the know the gearbox four. is three. Yeah, gearbox is three. So like... And it's I know actually, that's it's actually per six races is actually three, how it is. Or what? One per every gearbox is supposed to do six races. So next year mm-hmm. there will be more engine pieces because there will be twenty four races. Okay. So this year there are twenty three mm-hmm. races, and that's why it's like because there's not six right. You see what I'm saying? We're pushing yeah, gearboxes. Yeah, yeah. We're I trying to get you. five more races. Yep. Or yep. so I can't. I might be wrong on the number. It might be twenty two. I get what you mean. Yeah. Okay, well then, yeah. Yeah, well then, I think that's good then. Uh, that is, I think next year is going to be a lot better then. But I think that they should still be a little more lenient on that because I feel like everybody on the grid is going to have, like, weeks of penalties. Yeah, like, like this year? Can, yeah. Like it's starting I'm pretty now. sure it's going to be, like, yeah, exactly. Like, over the past, like, you know, this, this triple header. Yeah. The whole time penalties. You yeah. saw the entire bottom half of the grid was front runners just with penalties. So there's Majority some there's some arguments against it. I think the best one is probably that racing is more excited exciting because mm-hmm. like if this race had gone the way it, I mean Max won anyway. Mm-hmm. But if he had started from first, which he didn't qualify in first, yeah. but if he started higher than he was it would have been just a runaway yeah. the whole time i agree so i mean it was cool like lewis came back through mm-hmm. we could talk about that but like you know climbing through the field and being mixed mashed and this is also related to the uh the director of f1 the president of f1 yep. wants there to be like reverse grid races mm-hmm. And points for practice. I'm already against the points for practice. Uh, yeah, I don't agree for the points for practice. So stupid. But I think a reverse grid could be cool. But like, what, what would they do it in a sprint race format? Yeah, I, it cannot be a full race. No, no, no. no. I, I feel like that'd be severely unfair. But like, I don't. How could they? How would you not tank yourself on purpose? You know what I'm saying? Like, how? Oh, Lewis went slow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, I can see that. That's suspicious. That's a, yeah, when you said that, that's exactly what I thought of. But I. I don't think they would do it. Yeah, they would. You really think they would? Yes, because the points are in the race. No, I'm not talking about the drivers. I'm talking about Formula One implementing it. Oh, you mean the reverse grid thing? Yeah. I'm okay. Well, because I'm, of that specific reason. I think they would have to do it on some sort of like lottery system. You already, you already know that some of these teams would tank themselves because, especially some of the worst teams that do bad consistently. I mean, they just. Okay. Oh, we did bad again. So, I mean, it's a normal thing. I think I've just solved it. Okay. I just came up with this. I have not thought this through. You can tell me if it's stupid. Let's hear it. Okay. I think what they do is they do reverse grid for three of the six sprint races Mm -hmm. that are next year or whatever. Okay. Okay. And they are random. So that way, you know, and I guess like if. What do you mean? What's random? Whether or not it's reverse grid. They like Mm. flip a coin afterward or something. Okay. And then you find out. Now, of course, like the percentages would change, but at least for the first couple, it that would, would be, be good. cool. I mean, that that's like a good solution. Yeah. I think if that's what they want to do, and do I think reverse grid's going to happen? Probably not. I don't think so. But if that's what they're going to do, and if it's just in a sprint race, which doesn't really have, it does have an impact, but like not as big of an impact, yeah. especially something like this year. Um, I think that could be the case. So I think that's what they should do. Yeah, I feel do. like this year could be a good year for that type of stuff. Like, they should just if, do if it. a year like this, like yeah. where it's just, you know, someone's just gone already with it. Yeah. Yeah, just try it out. Last sprint race of the year or something like that, just throw it in there. Yeah, just like, yeah, that's a good idea. I, I think that is the okay only okay way this yeah. could happen. Or something similar. In like the first sprint race of a year, I think that's a death wish for some of these. Imagine <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, dude, imagine the excitement. But see, that's the other thing. It's like back to the other discussion they have to use these gearboxes and stuff with sprint races in mm-hmm. mind as well. That's yep. pretty complicated. Yeah. There also should be, you know, there's a practice gearbox. Mm-hmm. Maybe there should be a practice engine. Whole system. Yeah. But, like, I mean, that's hard to test. and. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, like, it, you could give them the option. I don't know. 
And anyway, uh, let's see what else we should talk about. So Leclerc got the pole and yep. pole position, and Max won with him in pole, which just continues the stat of Max winning from more Leclerc poles than Leclerc winning in Leclerc poles. Yeah. Um, and uh, Max can clinch the championship in Singapore yeah. with a variety of reasons not worth explaining. But um, I would just say – I have a prediction about Singapore, yeah. but I do not. I do not think he's going to clinch it in Singapore. Yeah, I don't think so either. I. But anyway, we'll talk about that later. I think. I think uh, it's either just going to be another blowout from Max, where it's just like he's in the lead for the whole race, or it's going to be like Max is driving for his life because he knows he can clinch it there. Have you ever watched a Singapore Grand Prix? Not like live. I was about to say, but the I last watched, one was in 2019. Uh, a replay of that one. One of my favorite races. Really? I hate to drive it in the game. I'm terrible at it. It's really hard. Yeah. But I love this track. It's mm. night. I love, I have, I'm a sucker for night races. I also went back and caught up with the ones that we've talked about oh, on yeah. the game. Oh, so did you now, play the Netherlands? Yeah. Oh, was it fun? It was pretty cool. Um, I, this is sort of related, but one of the gifts I got for my birthday was F1 Manager, the new game. Oh, nice. So I'm, I don't know what it does. I know nothing about it, yeah. but I just installed it before. I've seen a video on it, but it, it looks pretty cool. Anyway, let's get into the race. <laughs> uh, hit me with one of your teams first, whoever. I want to talk about AlphaTauri. Okay. Uh, because I'm good claps for Ghastly. Uh, started, P8, or started P5. Okay. Sorry. That's a Finished start. P8. Let's go. But still, that's like a massive improvement for Alvatari on Gasly's side. Yeah. I mean, Very, penalties, but yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. But still, like... P8, yeah. It's good. Very happy to see that. Um, Yuki didn't really do too much. Uh, he started back in the grid, ended up P14, um, which he kind of just was racing. Or not like... Yeah, it was just... just he was just kind of there. Lapping. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Nothing to uh, be said. But, like, Gasly, like, was battling in this race, man. I don't know if you, like, paid too much attention to him. Honestly, no. I, like, I kind of forgot about them this race. Yeah. They they actually stayed with him, and I think it was Ricardo. Him and Ricardo were battling it out for a while. Um, and that was some fun racing to watch. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. If you ever... For some reason, go and rewatch this race. I do sometimes, or highlights. At Pay least. attention to, yeah, watch the highlights. It's probably in there because uh, Ricardo actually was racing really well at this point too. Uh, yeah, but we'll um, get to that. Well, well, I guess just go ahead and give us McLaren, um, McLaren then too. So with McLaren, we uh, had a good start from them. We had P three with Norris and P four with Ricardo. Um, was a pretty pretty good start from both of them honestly yeah uh ricardo and norris were both driving really well um there's one thing i wanted to mention about this which you might know or yeah. might remember they asked um ricardo th throughout the, a point in the race to hold gasly one tenth of a second for norris oh i remember, do you remember this. this yes i do this yeah they said can you hold him one tenth of a second and the commentators were like what what do you <laughs> One tenth. What do you mean? Uh, I thought that was hilarious. I actually laughed when I heard that because I've I felt when I when I heard that I immediately thought that's something Ferrari would say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but sadly, uh, Ricardo had engine issues. The Monza, Monza curse continues. Crazy. DNFs and uh, makes the controversial finish. Uh, which if we can talk about that now, if you want, or we can uh, talk about it later. We'll come back to it. Okay. I. I, is Max going to DNF next year with the Monza curse? He could, but that would prove it. You know, it, it all depends on uh, on the Red Bull motors. Yeah. <laughs> well, if it's anything like this year, it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, Norris finished P7. Really good from him. Got points again from Norris. He's been actually really good this season. Consistent. Yeah, he's yeah. been very consistent, you know, with uh, – McLaren trying to battle it out with like Alpine and all that. Yeah. He's been the one that's kind of sticking it to him. So really, really good things from Norris this year. And I'm excited to see him, you know, in the future racing as well. Cause I mean, he's, he's shown he's got, he's, oh, yeah. he's the perfect spot for McLaren. He's like, I think he's the perfect driver for the front mid runners, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. And he, where he can sometimes battle for the front. Yeah. You know, he almost had several wins last year, yep. you know. Um, so, 
you know, I think I think he's great. Yeah. So speaking of battling with Alpine, Alpine had a pretty terrible weekend. Not terrible is a strong word. Um, so they the the thing that hurts them the most is they lost out a little bit in points to McLaren, which is their main battle. Yeah. Um Alonzo DNF'd and that really hurt them. They uh, they said engine issues, they did not clarify what. Um but and then Ocon also finished in eleventh. So mm. Uh, because Nick DeVries is awesome. And, <laughs> uh, and uh, so, yeah, that was um, that was basically it. Didn't – who had the double overtake in the race? Was that DeVries? No. No. It was Lewis. Lewis had double overtake. I'm pretty was sure. Was it Lewis? Now I'm, I can't remember. I'll let myself sound stupid on the podcast. People can make fun <laughs> of me. I really can't remember. Someone had a double overtake and it was awesome. I know the exact moment you're talking about, but for the life of me, I cannot remember. I can picture it in my head. Drivers or cars? It. I think it was a Mercedes-ish car of some sort. It was not Russell because Russell was like alone the whole race. Dang, who was it? Was it Devries? I don't know. No, but the TV. It wasn't Devries, (laughs) or was it Devries? All right, well, we're going to find out later. We're going to feel stupid, but... Continue talking. I'm going to figure this out. Okay, just look in the highlights. I'm pretty sure my money is officially on DeVries. Okay. Um, While you're looking that up, I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story. Yeah, I want to hear this. So, um, Dawson does not know yet, but he might have an inkling of an idea because I sent some snaps earlier, Mm -hmm. but I spent my entire day today working on one thing, and, and it was a disaster. But at the end of the day, Nick Golden is going to the 2023 British Grand Prix. How excited are you for that, man? I'm so ex- a little less excited right now because I just paid for it. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> but That's really fair. excited. So there is a bit of a debacle going on with this that I yeah. think may end up being talked about. And I'm sure it's happening at other racetracks. Yeah. Or, um, by the way, did you figure out how the double overtake was? I'm watching it now, so continue. Okay. I'm listening. Um, so there is like a big controversy with the way these tickets are being done. So, and I think half of this has to do with, you know, older fans of the sport have been around for cheaper prices, less mm-hmm. popularity. It's frustrating for them. Um, you know, obviously the British fans are the most because they've had the most like I, I i understand the frustration if alabama football tickets suddenly got even more expensive out of nowhere i would probably be upset about it oh yeah for sure so with that said um this year they did the tickets differently than they normally have i know because i've been looking on twitter and mm-hmm. everybody's complaining about it because previously apparently you could just buy tickets for the next race at the race Oh. but this year they and some other ways as well but this year they hosted it entirely online so yesterday, I woke up to an email at, from fi- at 5.30 a.m. that said tickets are on sale. I, mm-hmm. I got up later than that. but um, And I was like, oh, crap, because I've been planning on going. And I, I get on, and I get in the queue. And the queue is taking forever. I, I was like, forget it. I'll get, I drove to work, got on mm-hmm. it again, sat on it for three hours. It got a fourth of the way through. And then it crashed, and I went online, and they were like, we're having problems. We'll have them fixed tomorrow, 11.30 a.m., British time. Yeah. So this time I know, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to get up at 5.30. I'm going to get myself in the queue early. Mm-hmm. So I do that this morning, and I get in, and it takes as long. No crashes, though. They did fix that. No crashes. Takes four hours for me to get through the queue, almost 10 a.m. Man. Um, and I finally get it, and I click it. And I was trying to sit on the Hamilton Strait, not because it's called that. It's where I wanted to sit, and um, which is the main strait. Mm-hmm. And I went to click it, and it auto-assigned me seats. And I was like, well, I have to – I, I, I want to know what my seats are, but there's a limited time. So I went to click change seats, and it, like, froze. And it took forever. Yikes. And I was able to switch it to good seats. And when I clicked buy now, it clicked me out, and I had to start – all the way over. Ooh, man. So I ended up, uh, so now I'm sitting at Abbey A, if anybody knows, like the layout, which mm-hmm. is one, it's like a couple sections over, but I'm actually kind of glad they were cheaper a little bit. And I think they're going to be better. I think my view of the screens that are there is going to be a little worse, but I can just get on my phone if it's really bothering me. Okay. So long story short, I'm sitting in Abbey A. I'm looking forward to it. Um, but 
the thing that's controversial is everybody is upset about this, like really upset. Yeah. And the thing that's really bad, and I don't know why this is happening, mm-hmm. and I, I can't tell if the seats cost more in different places in these sections, but I don't think they do. Yeah. As time goes and as less seats are in the section, the mm-hmm. seats slowly go up in price. It's not like a ton. Wait, like, wait, say that again? So like, okay, let me just make up some numbers. Let's say I was starting off in a, in a seat in Abbey A was 400 pounds. Yeah. By the time I would have got to it, it would have been 450 pounds. I get what you mean. Like it was slowly going up, which is weird because it's not like it, I was buying it from like Ticketmaster. I was buying it from Silverstone's website. Yeah, yeah. So they were clearly doing this on purpose for some reason. It must have been like a, as seats disappear, prices go up because of the limited availability yeah, type deal that they just have like automated in their... That's stingy, man. Yeah, that sucks. I really don't. And it, it does say from blank. It doesn't say like Abbey A, 400 pounds. It says like from 400 yeah. pounds. So I get it, but it was still kind of like, and the thing that made it sucks is when my thing crashed the first time, it cost me, ended up costing me like $150 wow. ultimately. Cause yeah, I'd spent a lot of money on this. So, um, but I've been prepared for this. Yeah. So, because I got two tickets. So, um, uh, I don't know. I'm actually going to sell. If you're interested, <laughs> I'm probably going to sell the qualifying the sat Friday and Saturday parts of it. So not hundred percent sure on that, but if anybody's interested, DM me. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So anyway, I think this is happening at a lot of circuits. So this is a problem. I think maybe formula one needs to just make a website and they need to have like buy from formula one in every mm-hmm. track is like yeah. regulated they have big servers that do this because what happened was there's they just weren't yeah. expecting this big like silverstone doesn't have a server for fifty thousand people to get on yeah. at the same time so that's fair and that's fair and also the thing that made me really upset a little bit was a week ago i got an email saying if i had paid for a hundred pound membership that i would have got early access and that would have saved all this problem and it probably would have ended up saving me about 50 pounds mm-hmm. um so, but I didn't know that at the time. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll just sure. pay the other prices because it's not going to save me a hundred pounds. So anyway, that's the story, but I'm going, I'm very excited. Yeah. I'm and excited I, for you, man. I might also be going to Miami depending on if my parents do that session. That could be two within the span of like a month and a half. So wow, I've been waiting be- all this time. It's just like finally happening. So <laughs> anyway, that's the story. You and I got to go to, when we become big, we'll go to 2024's <laughs> one and there we'll set go. up a booth. Heck yeah. Okay, so give me another team that we haven't talked about. Um, I can talk about Haas if you want real quick. Sure. So I don't know if you remember this because uh, it's been a few days since we watched the race. It has been a few days. Uh, so, well, first off, I'll say Mick started P17, came back, started P16. Um, nothing really changed there. Uh, Mick finished P12, which was pretty good, uh, and came back, finished good. just in P16. So, um that was it, really. But Mick, I don't know if you remember when in his like battle with Latifi, when he like lost control around a corner and nearly took him out. Uh, it was at the same uh, turn that Lewis, which we found out also, it was Lewis Hamilton that did the double overtake. Oh yeah, it was yeah. at the same corner. I'm pretty sure. Wow. And uh, Schumacher kind of lost control and nearly just took Latifi out. Oh yeah. Very close to a collision, uh, but. It was he somehow got that under control, and I was very happy to see that. Otherwise, both of those were, people were probably going to be out of the race. I mean, Latifi. Uh, was I mean, out he was of already race. out of the race. For <laughs> <laughs> Latifi, I hope he finds this and is just like, I'm sorry, and then wins the next race. <laughs> How funny he would that hold, be? He holds Max from his he championship. Like, he. he <laughs> It's not even possible. He gets up there. He gets up on the podium. He's like doing his post-race interview. He's like, yeah, I was watching these two pricks on the pit wall podcast <laughs> and they said I sucked and didn't deserve my seats. So I just decided to win all of a sudden. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, that's a good, that's a pretty good race for them. Yeah. The, their season's turning in. It's really bumming me out, but yeah. Like what? Five races ago, we were like, they're gonna win. Yeah, they're gonna win. <laughs> now we're just like it's back to normal. What, like they haven't seen for points. Like oh yeah, man. nothing, man. Rough. I don't know what Haas's long term future is, but um, 
Haas F1 team was close to us not too long ago, actually. Oh, yeah, this is true. So we were, uh, I was scrolling through my Instagram and got a DM from one of my friends uh, who goes to Auburn University, which is probably about, uh, what, like two hours from here? Closer to three. Closer to three. And uh, he sent me a picture, and Haas F1 team was on the side of this van. They were at Auburn University. Uh, no clue what they were doing there, but I thought I should just mention that because they're probably recruiting. <laughs> <laughs> I know they have uh, they have some type of program there with uh, with Haas. I'm pretty sure with Formula like, SAE. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, but that was pretty cool to you know see that they were kind of close to us after. Well, I uh, went to. Funny enough, I went to. We I did a video here. I do video production, so is Dawson. Um, shocking, I know. Um, <laughs> but. Um, which is funny because this is mostly just an audio podcast. Anyway, um, wh- what was I saying? Oh, th- I was doing a video for the engineering school, and they have Haas machines in yeah. there. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> but it's funny because they're actually good at everything else they do. They're just mediocre to bad sometimes at yeah. Formula One, which is sad because big Haas stands here. Oh, yeah. Um, I have something I want to say about Red Bull, but first I want you to tell me about Red Bull. Okay. So. Uh, well, like Nick said earlier, we had a P7 star for Verstappen. Uh, you know, finished the race P1, so it was a good victory for him. He is, like Nick also said, one race away from clutching the championship. He should in the next two. He probably will have clutched the championship by and, sure for sure. Yeah, and then uh, then we have Checo, the man on fire, <laughs> started P13, <laughs> and after an early pit, uh, his tire caught on fire. Most or. Specifically, his brakes within the tire caught on fire, and the way they explained it was the tire warmers were not letting any heat escape from the brakes. So when they got put on his car, and you know he's jetting out of the pits, they just sparked and caught fire. And so, but that—that's what's crazy—is he stayed out. There was smoke coming straight out of his tire, and you know, like the body of his tire and everything like that. And they told him just to stay out. And eventually it just stopped. So they knew it was an issue that was just, you know, it needed to cool down, uh, which I'm guessing, you know, him just driving and getting some wind into it helped a lot. Uh, but crazy. It was, I was really scared for a second because, you know, usually you see fire, it's like, get over, you're done. I thought, I mean, I knew that it could probably cool off, but yeah. I thought they might black and orange flag him and mm-hmm. make him come to the pit, which yeah. would have been sucky. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's this season's man on fire. <laughs> uh, but other than that, oh well, he did finish P six, which was really good. After yeah. after that, you know, he he had to go pretty slow. Um, he wasn't you know going full race pace or anything, so he got past a few times, but he fought, got back to P six. So really good from Checo. How um, long did he go? Do you know how long he went on the hard tire stint? So it was until his, the safety car, I guess. Yeah, it was that last pit stop where he had a uh, that that issue. Uh, or in you know, he had he had that issue, kept going, and then on his final pit stop, he swapped uh, to softs. This man is king of saving tires. I don't I mean. Yeah. The fi- there was literally fire on it, and yeah. he was like, "It was good? coming out of the inside <laughs> of his tire. It was crazy." Um. Yeah. So, and uh, anything else about Red Bull? Uh, not much other than go Red Bull. Okay. Well, <laughs> the deal is off, ladies and gentlemen. The poor deal is not happening. Mm-hmm. Which is I'm kind of bummed about because I wanted to be right because I think and I know that you agree with me that it was a bad mm-hmm. deal. Yeah. But and apparently so do Red Bull. Okay. So yeah. hear me out. All the people hating on us in the comments. Okay. Look, if you never do this, we said it. You hated on us, and now Red Bull is doing it. Obviously, they listen to this podcast. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so don't give me hate for for things. You know, we had a. You know, we were right. Yeah, we were right. That's right. And you were wrong. Wow. You the never, rest of you, I love you. He never talks to the camera. He never talks to the camera. He talked to that camera right over there. I'm going to talk to this one, too. Oh, well, that's weird. And now that we're just going to look the wrong way. And that one. Well, I want to say <laughs> that you want to know why the deal was off? Did you read into it? No, I did not. <laughs> we were exactly right, actually. They wanted too much control. That was literally what Red Bull said. Porsche. I mean, they said it nicer, but they, it was. Yeah. It was they. They couldn't reach a deal because of management. Because Porsche wanted fifty percent of control, mm-hmm. which is not what they needed. Like Porsche wanted. Okay. Well, from what I read before we even talked about the Red Bull Porsche deal, 
I read that Porsche wanted their own F1 team. Yes. And when I heard that Red Bull was potentially going to sign with them a deal for, you know, engines or whatever, I knew it was going to be bad because Porsche, like you said, and we both said multiple times, <laughs> okay, you see this? <laughs> that they would want too much control. And that's exactly what happened. Because, I mean, to be fair to Porsche, if you're putting 50% of the money in, you should get 50% of the say. Yeah. But, like, that, that's not a good deal for Red Bull. But Red Bulls, after this year, specifically, with Red Bull Motors and, you know, with how well Max has been doing, they're not going to risk that at all. It was three years ago, maybe. You know, yeah. maybe you consider it. Oh, yeah. But, so, the person that should be picking up the phone immediately is Mario Andretti, who wants a team. Oh, yeah. And saying, hello, I'll take that deal. Yep. Because then he gets less, he can blame it on half the crap on them. Mm-hmm. He has an engine supplier that'll help him get a team because the, the um, F1 will be like, oh, well, if you're bringing Porsche with you. So that's who needs to call him yeah, immediately. I agree. Um, so, yeah, we were right. I really enjoyed you getting mad at the camera. Thank you. Um, so uh, other teams that we haven't talked about. We haven't talked about Alfa Romeo. Okay. There wasn't really too much to go on there. Okay. But actually. Bottas finished. Bottas did finish. P thir- P13. Started P15. So, you know, it was rough, but he at least got P13. Joe. Finished P10. Gotten the points. Way to go. I was pretty happy to see that. Um, okay. So now, uh, wait, actually, do you have any other teams you have to cover? I have two. Let's go ahead and hear them. Uh, wait, did I say anything about Aston Martin? I have three. Okay. So let's talk about Ferrari first. We don't have to hate on them this week. Yeah. Wow. It's actually Something's really good. weird. It must be the the Italy air actually worked out for them. Congrats, LeClaire. Also, their, their livery was sick. Oh, yeah, dude. I loved that. Okay, now the yellow the yellow race suits were not the move. I don't know. I kind of liked it. Nah. I kind of liked it. It's I think different. Oh, okay. It I is will different. say I like I like Ferrari's main, you know, the red. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean it's symbolic, you know, or iconic. But I, I did like the yellow. I thought it was actually pretty cool. The rumors were they were gonna run an entirely yellow car, and I was like, that is a mistake. Oh yeah. Do not do that yeah. at Monza. Yeah. But they didn't. They did it. I love that. Might be my favorite. I like that and the thousand Grand Prix livery that they yeah. did a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. It was sick and the yellow Ferrari on the um, the back wing. It oh, was pretty. So cool. It was pretty cool. But I really like to see that. Anyway, I guess I probably shouldn't start with Ferrari, but um, Leclerc finished P two. The fans had an absolute freak out over the safety car, which I'm assuming we're saving to the end. Yeah, Science um, fourth. A uh, pretty decent day for them. They both they outscored Mercedes, which is good for them. Um, Mercedes, uh, okay race. I mean, I say that I I don't know. It's hard to when I'm a. They got P two and P five. It's fine, but you know I me. Mean? It's like not one and two. It sucked. Um, <laughs> but Lewis drove from basically the back to P to P five, which is pretty cool. Which makes me sad because I feel like he could have done better in the race. It could have been potentially maybe a double podium for Mercedes yeah. in this race, which is surprising. But you know he's still. They were still trying to figure out his engine and crap ever since he got in that wreck. Getting oh, yeah. in a wreck at the beginning of a triple header is not the move. Oh yeah. <laughs> in hindsight, not that he was planning it, um, <laughs> but uh, and you know they started. George started P two, finished P two. It's good as you can or P three. Sorry. Yeah. Good as you can expect. Oh yeah. Aston Martin had a terrible weekend. Oh yeah. Um, both DNFs, Stroll had, they, they're apparently trying to save his engine. They didn't say exactly what was going yeah. wrong. And Vettel had an ERS issue. Um, and they had a disappointing qualifying despite getting penalty help mm. and then neither finished. So that's as basically as bad of a weekend as you can get without the drivers hitting each other. Yeah. So who knows? So that's about it. When did, when did Vettel, uh, his was like his was the first DNF of the race. Correct? Yeah, his was pretty early. This was like lap ten or twelve. Yeah, or it was, pre- like it was early. But yeah. yeah, he just pulled in. Did he pull over the side? Yeah, he did. He did. Okay, I'm getting this race and uh, the race before it in my brain. Yeah, because that was just a virtual safety car. Okay, so they didn't have to. Okay, what was your big question? I thought you were like, all right. Do you have any more teams, or did you have something to say? Nope. Okay. Well, let's talk about the safety car then. Yeah. Do you want to explain why this was a controversy? <laughs> It's because it's what happened last year. Is that not right? Abu Dhabi flashbacks, man. I, I wrote down, which I'll ask you at the end, actually, um, but we're, we'll explain it. So as we mentioned earlier, uh, Ricardo uh, DNF'd uh, and caused a safety car. 
and the race finished under that safety car. Weird. Uh, which is, don't mind Nick. He's just a little jealous. <laughs> You're last welcome, year, Max. La- yeah. So last year, this is how a lot of people say Abu Dhabi should have finished. And I'm sure you agree with that. Yes. Yeah. And I here's the thing. I explain, knew these, explain what happened last year. I knew these rules well enough watching the race yeah. that I knew it was a problem before anybody said it. I yeah. mean, I, obviously, everybody that was there was ahead of me, but yeah. I'm saying, like, I didn't need to be told this. So to the, the people who don't know Okay, what so I'll explain it as in, in unangry details as possible. Basically, with about this is last eight year, laps right. to go at Abu Dhabi, the race to decide the championship because they went in tied amazingly. And I was really Max excited. and Hamilton. Yeah, I was really excited about it. And Lewis got ahead of Max on the first turn and was ahead for the entire race. Mm-hmm. Ten seconds ahead. Um, 10.8 to be precise. <laughs> I'm never going to forget. Um, uh, Latifi. This is not why I hate him, by the way. But Latifi gets in a wreck. It happens. Um, and there was not enough time to clean his car up and finish and get everybody unlapped and everything in mm-hmm. time. Meanwhile, they leave Lewis out to keep track position because if they had followed the rules, they would have finished under the safety car, which mm-hmm. I'll explain in a second. Um, and they put Max on new tires just in case somehow they got lucky and, um, you know, he, he they got the race. Okay. Yeah. So Mercedes made the right choice. They probably should have pitted Lewis a little earlier to be safe. But, you know, when you're in position, you're 10 seconds ahead. You know, no one – I don't think anybody would have made yeah, yeah. So um, give up the position and chase it back on the last race for a championship? No. No way. So basically what happened was in order for everything to go right, there has to be – and take out what lap it is. This is how everything goes. Cars that got lapped are allowed to unlap themselves after the safety car cleanup. And then there has to be one full lap after that because they have to be able to catch up. Yeah. So in Abu Dhabi, they said, nope, we're not, we, we don't have time because there was only like three or four laps left. Mm-hmm. We do not have time for this. And then all of a sudden, they let five of the cars go, but only the five that were in between Lewis and Max and that was it. There were still lapped cars in the mix. Mm-hmm. So that's that's two rule breaks in a row because not only did they not – they have to let them unlap. They have yeah. to mm-hmm. to start the, tra- start the race again, and they have to let all of them unlap yep. and then also be another lap. So even if they had let them under, all unlap themselves, they would have had to run the last lap, um, and that's why people wanted it to be reinstated. Yep. But they did not. They let them race. Max had way fresher tires, mm-hmm. killed Lewis. Actually broke another rule, too, that not a lot of people talk about, where he actually passed Lewis for a minute before the safety car was over. Oh, yeah. And that should have been a five-second penalty as well, which also would have cost him mm-hmm. the championship. So it was. I actually thought that's what they were going to get him on, yeah. was they were going to blame Max and like even it out and everything be okay. Yeah. But this hurt other people in the championship, too, it should be mentioned. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was a long explanation to say, this race, same situation, they did not have enough time to unlap everybody, and it ended under the safety car mm-hmm. as it was supposed to be. Yeah, they followed all the rules for this one. And, and somehow Max won both. <laughs> <laughs> and the Ferrari fans were upset Oh yeah, because this was Leclerc's chance to win Monza. Yeah, for sure. I don't think he would have won. I mean, it would have been a race for sure. It would have yeah. been awesome. What they should have done is red flagged it right away and had like five racing laps left. That's probably what they should have done. That's fair. In hindsight. Yeah. But I was just, I don't know. It was one of those things where it was just kind of like the universe proving everything was wrong. Yeah. But not enough. But, yeah. What did you think about it? I Were you sweating well, as a Red Bull fan? Yeah. You're like, well, <laughs> like, I this happened and safety car and the announcers are like immediately like, if this stays out, like, I don't know, I don't even know if we're going to have the rest of the race. You know, it's, it might just finish under safety car. And it's just immediate... Nick's going to mention it on the podcast. We're going to talk about Abu Dhabi. And that's just, but then I was like, I mean, last, like I've told you multiple times, I can see, like, I know why you were frustrated last year because I even said that they should have yeah, did some things wrong. And Max and overall that's, had that's a better season. That's what I was thinking of. Max overall last had a better year? season. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
So I like that's weird coming from you. <laughs> I mean, I, I I think, but I want it to be fair, and yeah. Lewis had a better end of the season. Yeah. So, oh, so yeah. Anyway, that happened. I wasn't expecting that, but it did. I wasn't. I wasn't either. We were. Uh, uh, I saw a post like before the race that was talking about the Monza curse, and then I was like, "Who's it going to be?" And then here comes Ricardo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, because like the thing is, the person that's in first doesn't finish. Yeah. The person that won the last time. So uh-huh. it's happened to Gasly and him and somebody else too. I Wasn't forgot. it Leclerc? It was Leclerc. Yeah. Um, uh, Leclerc has a lot of curses. Um. <laughs> So yeah. Anyway, Ferrari, uh, <laughs> the wheel gun, the pit crew. The pit crew. <laughs> Actually, right. I feel like the pit crew is the only people. No, they messed up. I forgot. Yeah, that's they, right. The whole wheel uh-huh. thing. Whew. It's like new way. What else could they mess up? Honestly, what could they do new? Hmm. Put the wing on the front instead of the back. <laughs> Put the spoiler on the, the front. The car like the takes off. <laughs> Hey, that might win though. It's like fly over. Hey, you know what you can do? You just you just put some so put some wings on it. Then you can just fly up and over the rest of the track and loop it back around Genius. real quick and just keep. Laughing. Take the shortcut as yep. the crow flies. Exactly. There you Look, go. it's like those old Mario sixty four shortcuts that yeah. people would find. Okay. <laughs> There's one of those on the Netherlands Mar- track. Mario Kart. I know what you mean. Netherlands track on F one twenty twenty one, where yeah. someone has. I think I mentioned it a couple episodes ago. They have they have a time that is eight seconds faster than even possible. Oh yeah, and um, I was like, what? And I watched the replay, and I was like, oh, they freaking cheated. So I'm competing against the second person. <laughs> anyway, uh, winner and loser of this race go. Uh, winner. Okay, who can it be beside Checo? I'm gonna give it to Checo. Checo. Okay, I'm gonna give it to Checo because uh, after having that that issue with his tire to finish p6 is pretty good in my opinion yeah i'm like so i'm, I'm gonna give that to him it was probably 90 percent of other drivers that would have been a dnf yeah so it was a well handled okay if it wasn't checo it'd probably be nick DeVries. No, no 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 well yeah yeah of course oh okay now you well i'm gonna me. give it to him yeah so, yeah, yeah you got it you got it um i mean I'm great job for nick DeVries though like seriously King. that was insane uh if it wasn't for penalties i would have given it to ghastly probably oh okay because I, I i'm a big ghastly guy man well uh we have a we'll lineup oh give me your loser and then i have something to say about Gasly. Uh, loser man i'm just gonna go with the curse i guess and just give it to ricardo yeah it was I think he, he got to it. he needed this what a what, what a guy loses that, your spot and then the that might the seal the deal you. That might seal the deal for him. Not be, so? not his fault. I'm just saying, like, the times he has to prove yeah. himself are very limited. Yeah. I don't know. I. Someone's going to get him. Well, let's uh, – l- let me mention something else as well that – and we're going to talk about this more. But just so that it's stated, we'll do this in a news episode, Colton Herta is not going to be in at Alpine next year. Oh, really? Or uh, wait, no, sorry, oh, no, Alphatar. No, 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 no. I was about to say. I was I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, my br- I, everybody's in a different seat. Yeah, uh, Red Bull is giving up on him. Oh, wow. to try to get the try to get the super license. Oh, okay. Um, which is kind of sad. Um, so with that said, that leaves Gasly probably at Alphatar next yeah. year. Um, which still oh, leaves the what seat now? <laughs> See, I've lost it. What seat is open? There's Alpine Aston Alpine Martin. seat. There's an Alpine seat. So that's oh, wait, no, 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 not Aston Martin. That one's filled. Yeah, so Alpine, and then now I'm hearing that Nico Hulkenberg is going to get the Haas seat. Really? Yeah, so anyway, we'll talk about that, some more silly season stuff next next time we have a news episode. My winner, loser, winner, Nick DeVries. Obviously. I think he won his seat this weekend, which is the, the best thing you could possibly yeah. do. Loser, got to give it to Aston Martin. I mean, just terrible, terrible weekend, mm-hmm. uh, as bad as you can get. So... Um, did you have you said you had a question for me or no? It was just about it Abu was Dhabi. it was it was Abu Dhabi. I was gonna you kind of just said it on your own, but I was gonna say is this how Abu Dhabi should have ended? Yeah, definitely. And we wanted us to go into it, but we did. And so somehow, thank you. Somehow, oh, I'm sorry. Max, no, you're okay. Somehow Max benefited every time. Well, you know, it's <laughs> it's Max. Oh, race prediction for next race. Do you have any thoughts? You don't know anything. I don't expect you to know much about Singapore. I don't. Okay, it's much. very hard. Yeah. <laughs> Cannot stress that enough. It's like fast. That's like uh that's like okay, I've heard of Singapore and from what I've heard online or like seen, 
it's like infamously known as being like one of the hardest tracks. Oh, I think it's the hardest. Okay. Because I think it's faster than Monza and as hard as, or sorry, as Monaco, but as hard as Monaco, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, fun fact, Mick Schumacher, not uh, not Mick Schumacher, Kevin Magnuson has the world's record, or the second fastest lap there. Really? He has the fastest lap in a race. Lewis Hamilton set the fastest qualifying lap. You should look it up. It's insane. Oh, wow. Okay. It's one of my – there should be these tires called super soft tires. They were purple. Oh, yeah. Um, I've seen I've seen clips of those. It was crazy, yeah. dude. You sh- just Do look you think up any world laps. records are going to be beat with these cars? No. No? No, they're, they're, they're slower. Yeah. But a little bit. The fastest car ever, period, end of story, 2020, Lewis Hamilton's yeah. car. That – and actually, his fastest time is in 2019. But if they had raced that race in Singapore in 2020, I bet he would have beat it again. Oh, yeah. Maybe. My race prediction is that I know it's like the same thing. I know you're going to be like, but I really think this, okay? <laughs> I think Max is going to hit the wall in DNF. You've said he's going to DNF like I the know, past three Because races. it's coming. And this is a hard track. No one would hate him. And he has bad record on really tight tracks like this. Remember, he crashed in uh, Saudi Arabia last year. Yeah. Um, and Monaco, did you, who won Monaco? Perez won Monaco. Yeah. See, I just, I don't think he has this track. I don't think this is the track he wins. I think it's like the ultimate perfect thing where he wins in Japan and it's Honda engine and it's like a whole oh, thing. Yeah. Like I could just, I feel like that's what it is. So could with be. that said, Lewis Hamilton's going to win. <laughs> Lewis Hamilton will win the Singapore Grand Prix. He has one of the best. He doesn't have like the most amazing record there, but he won the last time. Yeah. And I think this, and Mercedes is even saying their car is going to suit it. Mm-hmm. And Mercedes always downplays. So if there's, when they say they're going to be mediocre, they're good. When they say they're going to be good, they're going to be awesome. So I think they're going to out qualify one of the two Red Bulls and pass the other one um, when, when he DNFs. And I think, I think Ferrari's screwed at this track. Yeah. I think they're absolutely screwed. I mean, it's going to be like they will probably get. I think Checo is going to be like fifth at this race. Probably. Oh yeah, it's it's a tough track. Mm-hmm. I don't. There's going to be a lot of DNFs. I I say if, if, if more than fifteen cars finish this race, mm-hmm. I'll be surprised. So, okay. but I love this race. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm excited to watch race. it. I'm excited to watch it. So anyway, I'm I'm wanting I'm wanting to like really like watch the full weekend of it. So I'm excited. With that, this is officially it. Thanks for watching. Yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you next time. Uh, Silverstone, get better at selling tickets. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you got my money. So anyway, thanks for watching. Subscribe, Pitwall Pod on all the social medias, even though I barely use the Twitter. But anyway, peace. We'll see you later. Bye.